0: Good evening. We are on part three of Rise Up. We've been talking about how God is expecting his children in the midst of chaos when everything is going wrong. He wants us to rise up in our place of greatness so that we can see things um, shifting in our environment so that we can go from Everything being chaotic to everything being at peace because we, his children, has risen up to the place to another level where he has called us. If you've not yet get gotten a chance to um listen to the broadcast for uh, week one and two. Remember, you can always go on iTunes and uh, put in my name, Janice Modest, J N I S M O D E S T E, and you can find um, not just these series, but lots of inspirational words to to kind of help you navigate through these troubling times. We are talking about the number six mindset shift that needs to happen in order for us to rise up to the place that God is calling us. Remember, um, he said that women who are complacent, who he was talking to at the time, he was saying they were at ease and he was saying, you know what? I need you guys to step this up so that we can see things going in a different direction for your nation, which was, as I said, Isaiah 32. So go ahead and grab your Bibles and, and, and crack that open and hear what it is God wants to say to us today. And so number six mindset shift that we'll be discussing today is walk in power over defeat. That is a mindset that God wants us to have. He wants us to have the mindset that no matter what is going on around us, that we can walk in power over it. And so when we were talking in um, section two, about some dream blockers or some things that may have allowed us to become complacent, to kind of slack off in what we know we were destined to do. Uh, I want you to think about those things that you may have written down about things that may have been hindering you from being the best you that you can be. And as you write those things down, I want you to have the mindset that Christ is trying to show us today is to walk in power over Defeat. So whatever the enemy has been using to try to keep you down tonight, we're going to have the mindset. We're going to get God's word to kind of help us to be in the frame of mind of victory. And so we are going to jump right in to Ephesians chapter two, because that gives us a, a great visual and this verse is so so powerful that every time I walk into my throne room aka just my prayer closet but I have a sign in there reminding me that I am entering into God's throne we know that the scripture says that God asks us he says listen when you come to me I want you to approach the throne of grace boldly imagine that the god of the universe the mighty great awesome god he is telling us that hey when you come into me and that's what praying is praying is just coming to god's throne he's called it the throne of grace because we need his grace in these times and we need his mercies in this time in order for us to make it and he's saying that when you approach my throne i know sometimes we're so um We're hurting so much and we so much pain, we don't even want to think about coming boldly. But you know what? However you come to his throne, he's saying, listen, when you come, I need you to know your position. You better know that when you come, Ephesians chapter two, it says we are seated in the heavenlies with Christ. So you need to know that you belong to a greater kingdom. You, as we said in our section two, in our First John 4, 4, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so if you needed a visual, here goes a visual from Ephesians 2, reminding us that we are seated in heavenlies. Now, I know some of us don't belong to a kingdom. So just think about when there's a kingdom with a, someone with a king and a queen ruling. When you go to a king, you don't sit. You have to be invited to sit. Right, so the king is seated, and then everyone comes to him, and they're standing. And so, but God is saying that that we are seated in heavens with him. So, which means we are ruling and we are reigning with him. So, when God says to his children in Isaiah 32 uh, to rise up from being complacent, is that's because we are reigning. So when things are going chaotic, it's not the time to sit down. It's the time to use your power and use your authority, right? So that's why he gave you his power and his authority. We know in Luke 10, 19, his, uh, Jesus said, I have given you authority to uh, trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Jesus didn't say he gave us the power to overcome Some of the things the enemy is going to throw our way he says all so as we talk about number six and to get the other numbers you're going to have to backtrack to to um, part one or part two but as we talk about walking in power over defeat we have to know that God has given us all power and all authority so he didn't give you some some of the powers he said all he was all inclusive he said look i'm giving you all the power all the authority for anything the enemy can throw your way so we we can't afford to walk around and defeat over anything not over addiction not over um you know lack you you name whatever it is that's been trying to keep you down god is telling you today change your mindset from being a loser, from being um, defeated, to being victorious, to knowing whose side you're on. So just tell yourself, am I on the winning side or am I on the losing side? You know you're on the winning side, right? God has a spirit in you. You know who you are and you know whose you are. So don't sit down, don't sit back and let Uh, the enemy just trample over you based on things he's done in the past, right? He wants to bring your past back to you and make you think that because of what has happened to you in the past or what you may have done to others in the past, we know that God says that, hey, once you ask me for forgiveness, I take it. Whatever you've done, and I cast it into the sea of forgetfulness I love that song by Helen Baylor about into the sea of forgetfulness and so when the enemy tries to replay abuse or trauma depression or anything you've done in your mind I hope you remember that God has forgotten so you're the only one remembering this right and so we don't want the past to keep us from the great things that God has in store for us. And he wants us to step higher. But how many of you know, when you try to climb high, higher with a bunch of load, you don't go anywhere. Or, or you go really, really slow. Or it's really, really painful. One of the two, right? And so we don't want to, to be sore. When we get, you know, sore, meaning you don't want to be all broken up, all despondent when you get where you have to go. God is letting you know that, hey, you have all power. You have all authority. You don't have to stay where you are getting beat up by the enemy, you know, um, getting what, what, whatever might, might be going through. So many things are going through my mind right now that we may be going through. But only you know what you are going through. And so despite whatever, because God said all, whatever you may be going through today, God wants you to know that he has given you authority over all the powers of the enemy. And he says, nothing shall by any means hurt you. And so God's word is always interesting. It never matches um, what's going on in the physical because you may be saying, I'm hurting and God's saying, nothing's going to hurt you. And so you have to decide which truth you believe. You e- either believe what you're feeling or you believe what God said, but you can't believe both. You cannot believe both. Even with Lazarus, when Lazarus died, Jesus told uh, Mary and Martha, uh, he said that um, uh, he's not sleeping. I'm sorry, he's not dead. He's just sleeping. And they looked at him like, I know Lazarus has been dead for three days. So how is Jesus going to come here and talk about Lazarus is just sleeping? And Jesus said, um, Lazarus is sleeping. He said the opposite of what people were seeing. So when we talk about walking in the supernatural and believing God for things, we have to understand that we have to trust what God says over what it is that we're seeing. And so we know the end of the story with Lazarus, right? So Jesus said, hey, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came. And then he told Lazarus. His sisters to you know unbind him, and they got to see that. Hey, even if something looks dead, if God says it's alive, that that's it. Period, it's alive. And so Jesus reminded them. said He said, You see, if you had only believed me, if you believe me, I guarantee you, you're going to see my glory. You're going to see my greatness, and um. I have another podcast coming up where I'll be talking more about that to kind of inspire you about uh believing God for for the impossible and for greatness uh, but for now, I just want us to remember that uh despite what's going on around us, make sure that we are taking God's word over what we see and so In Ephesians 2 is saying we are seated. So I want us to be able to see ourselves seated with Christ. And that means you are seeing yourself in a place of authority, in a place of power. And so just look, look at yourself. Just know that you are powerful. You are powerful. Why? Because of the great one that's in you. And that's the part that people can't see. People can't see what's in you and God wants people to know that he is in you. So that's why he wants to use you to do great things because then people are going to say, wow, that has to be God because they're going to know that cannot be Janice, right?